2: Welcome to the show, welcome to you from Los Angeles, California, where the United States Business Leadership Network Conference is being hosted. And you know, the USBLN, if you're not familiar with them, you should get familiar with them. Uh, Jill Houghton, who's been on the show before, is the Executive Director, and it is really corporations across America getting together to focus on the employment of people with disabilities. What a great thing. And with us today, and by the way, they also are out at this conference, but two of my favorite people, first, Mark Periello. Now, if you do not know Mark, you're missing out. He's the CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities It is known internationally, and Mark is known for all of the work he's doing in Civil Rights Leading the Way. And by the way, that's AAPD.com. If you aren't a member, you should be AAPD.com. And Takesha Walker, who we are so happy to have with us as a superb staff meter helping us in programs. And by the way, Takesha, congratulations on your recent wedding. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, Mark, I'm going to start with you. Um, How about if you start just telling our listeners about AAPD, because I know there are people listening that aren't familiar with AAPD, and I want to give you a chance to tell them all about it.
3: Thank you, Joyce, and thank you for having me today. Um, It is always a pleasure to be um, on your radio show, Um, and it is great to be doing the show. Actually, I don't know if you know, um, we are all out here uh, for the USBLN conference. Um, We are going to be announcing a very exciting new project um, that we are doing with USBLN this week. Uh, But believe it or not, I am coming to you live from the mayor's office. Uh, Mayor Garcetti, who was just uh, voted uh, mayor very recently, um, has been. enough uh, to let me use a landline so that um, I could participate in the show today. Um, but to your question, Joyce, about AAPD, AAPD is the nation's largest disability rights organization and we fight every day for equal opportunity, economic power, political participation, and independent living for people with disabilities. And those are the four main tenets of the ADA. The organization was founded in 1995 by folks like Tony Coelho, Ted Kennedy Jr., right, Pat Wright, other people um, in the movement who... Really felt that it was so important for there to be an ADA watchdog out there, making sure that implementation was going the way that it was supposed to. Um, And we have only grown from there, right, to really um, become one of the preeminent policy shops in Washington, D.C. on disability subjects. Um, We have amazing programs um, that are helping young people, right, enter the workforce, transition from education into the workforce, um, and really get a positive first step in their careers. Um, And we do a lot of work with employers, right, to educate them on what it takes to have an inclusive, accepting, affirming workplace, an accessible workplace. Um, We do a lot of work to organize the grassroots, right, across the country to participate in political um, dialogue and discussions that are happening, and we do all of that in a nonpartisan manner, Um, and the thing that I would just add, um, and I believe it to be very, very true, is organizations like AAPD are only as strong as the members that we have Um, And so Joyce mentioned at the beginning if you're not a member become a member. It's so important um, Because right we can walk into a room with a congressperson um, And we are fortunate to have access like that or walk into meetings at the White House uh, But we are only as powerful right as the numbers of people in the community who have our back um, And are really propelling those conversations in a powerful way um, Because that's what it's all about Um, and uh, We are honored, um, I don't think I mentioned this yet, um, to have Joyce Bender as our immediate past chair. Joyce and I got to work together really closely over the past two years and still work together really closely. Um, And for folks who don't know her, um, beyond this radio show, uh, you really should try and uh, figure out a way over to to get to Joyce. She has been changing uh, the paradigm for people with disabilities for a long time, Joyce.
2: Oh, thank you so much, Mark. And you know, Mark, you were talking about all these things AAPD does. And of course, for young people, that internship program, one of the best, as far as I'm concerned, in the country for students with disabilities is phenomenal. And you know, we have, uh, the Bender Career Reality, we, training I do, well, we have a Bender career show coming up, a virtual career fair that Bender puts out. um, And all of those students are going to be in here. Now, what this is, corporations and federal agencies across America will be able to organize and coordinate a chat time, have the resumes, and speak directly to the students. You know, think how much money this saves. Versus sending a recruiter across the country, paying the airfare, paying everything up. I mean, this virtual career fair is just awesome. And I asked Gail to call in. I think she's on the line now so that she could talk about this a little bit also. And the by the way, the career fair is October 10th. You can still get on. But um, Gail, you have been fantastic to work with. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself and tell everyone a little bit more about what you do?
4: Hey, Joyce, thanks so much for having me this this afternoon here. And, you know, we are just, we have been so honored to partner up at career Eco We host virtual fairs, virtual career fairs and virtual grad school fairs for many colleges and universities across the country and we had the pleasure of getting to know the vendor organization and have so much admiration for the work that they are doing. And when they came up with this, uh, this brilliant idea of using the virtual fair as a way to connect students and alumni that have, you know, either a four-year degree or a two-year degree or are working towards a degree and allow them to connect online with employers without having the burden of travel and, and many of the things that play into having to go to a traditional fair. We were just all in, and we said, absolutely, we're in, we want to do this. And so we're hosting the second virtual fair with Bender on, as she said, October 10th. And we have a great organi- a great group of organizations that have already joined. and, and as she said, we'd welcome more, but co- great companies like Abbott, American Airlines, Booz Allen Hamilton, Capital One, Cigna, Dart Container, Diamond Resorts, FAA, Graybar, KLA, TenCorp, Novellus, Peace Corps, PWC, Social Security Administration, the TSA, UPMC, UPMC, URS, USDA, Verizon, all these kinds of wonderful private sector companies as well as government organizations, and they're offering a whole range of different positions. So we're, we're just excited to be part of it.
2: Yeah, and by the way, Gail, yesterday at this conference, the Assistant Secretary of the Office of Disability Employment Policy for the federal government, Kathy Martinez, also highlighted that all of this, they have a special project, Workforce Recruitment Program, where they go across the country and they interview students with disabilities. Then they have a site at the Department of Labor in Washington, D.C., where you would be able to access this. She announced that all of these students are going to be part of Of this career fair.
4: Fantastic. Uh, Yes, it just gives
2: such a high level of credibility. And I just want to tell you, with 503, wait till we have that next career fair. What, What do you think about that, Mark?
3: Um, it, uh, 503 is, I think, one of the most outstanding things, uh, to happen to our community, right? Since the ADA, it can be a real game changer. And I think, right, what you're saying is really true. This career fear is already, outstanding, right? It already attracts some of the biggest employers in the country. 503 requires federal contractors to set hiring targets for people with disabilities. Um, Federal contractors represent 22% of the American workforce. Um, I think that this career fair is going to, right, just expand by leaps and bounds in the coming years.
2: Oh, yes, because I'm already having people contact me, so I'll wait till the next one. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're ready. And we're so eager to
4: have them part of this. And the schools that we're working with are so excited about being able to offer this. So, you know, so many of these colleges around the country have disability services groups that really are, you know, honed in on trying to support this community of people. Within their, within their institutions and they're, they're just so thrilled to have this as something to offer because many of them, you know, it's much more difficult for them to have to try to support that group if they don't have specific offerings that really are tailored towards that community. So this just, they're really receptive and happy to promote it and we're, we're excited with all the registrations that are happening with the students and alumni that are joining and, and we're just really excited about this coming up and it's, it's
2: happening quick. Yes, October 10th. And uh, Gail, we love working with Gail. Do you want to tell a little bit more, Gail, about your company? Well, just to say, we really, we're, all we do is
4: virtual fairs. So we are very much about supporting organizations that are interested in hosting the kind of event that would allow their constituencies to come together in a virtual way. And it includes, you know, group chatting and private chatting and video chatting, and it's just it's a, it's really become a, I think a very vital tool for many, for many organizations in looking how they can do something in a time efficient as well as, I mean, because most people just don't have as many staff as they used to to get their job done, but then also a very cost efficient way of connecting and, and making sure that, you know, that they're able to have the interaction, the quality interactions that they'd like, but, but do it in a way that's really efficient for both sides because obviously, the constituencies that are, that are either looking for a job or looking for a grad school, you know, they're they're pressed for time as well, and and they often don't have the travel or the capacity to travel. So this is just, you know, it's it's become, I think, an important tool that's going to be. Even more important in the years to come in people's toolkit. So we're, we're so proud to be able to offer that solution to, to organizations and, and that's what we're all about at Career Eco.
2: Oh, and I think it is the greatest, greatest, greatest thing. Career Eco. What is that website?
4: Oh, it's Career Eco. So that's the word career and then eco as in ecological dot net. And for the vendor Virtual Career Fair. What's important to know is that you can, and you can get to that, you know, Bender Virtual Career Fair right from the careereco.net site, but if you want to go directly to this exciting event that is really designed for employment for people with disabilities, you can just go to disability.careereco.net. So, again, that's disability.careereco.net eco.net and we'd love to have you register either as an employer or as as a candidate that's looking for your next exciting job opportunity
2: well i know mark knows there are a lot of young people with disabilities out here looking for more college students and they're very excited so we're going to keep having people join but uh gail thank you for this partnership uh, and thank you for the great work you're doing
4: no, thank you so much. We're, it's just such a great honor to work with your team. Y'all are the most fantastic people we could ever hope to be part of a, any kind of initiative with, and, and all of our admiration to you for the great work that you're doing as a team there at Bender.
2: Thank you so much. Yes, thank and you. And with Gail. that, we've got to get ready to go to break. If you just joined us right now, Gail called in for a few minutes from Career Eco. That our guest that we will be talking to for the next hour. Mark Periello, CEO of AAPD, and Takesha Walker, Program Director at AAPD. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
5: News, News. opinions, Opinion. your voice counts. Me. Me. Call toll free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com.
1: Hi, I'm Greg Grumberg from the TV show Heroes.
0: A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
5: How do you know if you're living with an addict? If you think you know all the recognizable signs, you probably don't. If you're listening to and reading from the so-called experts, you probably don't. You need to hear from a parent, just like yourself, who has been there and can tell you what it's like firsthand. Please listen to Afflicted by Addiction with Bradley DeHaven. Our program is heard every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. It just might save your life, or the life of someone you love. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
1: If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at one 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender.
2: Hey, welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, we're talking today to Mark Periella and Takesha Walker from AAPD, and we are live at the USBLN in Los Angeles, California. And you know what? I've met many students here. Uh, that were a result of being affiliated with AAPD. Um, so I want to talk about that more. But first, to Keisha, how did you come to join AAPD and what made you decide to join? So
6: my decision to join AAPD, um, was, it was twofold. It was about, of course, the work and the difference that I could make being there. But beyond that, I'm a part of this community. I'm a part of the larger human rights struggle. I'm a woman. I'm an African-American, and I've lived with hydrocephalus, um, a permanent condition, since I was 12 years old. So this is my community. This is my struggle. This is my fight. Um, so being an AAPD just allows me to get involved and actually make the difference that I, that I am desperate to make
2: um, in other people's lives. Well, that is awesome. You know, I always say, when you have someone with a disability, and it's the same thing with Mark, No one is as passionate because we get it. We get it. We know what everyone's going through. But anyway, we want to talk about Disability Mentoring Day, which is coming up the third Wednesday of every October. So, Mark, why don't you talk about that for our listeners? What is Disability Mentoring Day?
3: So Disability Mentoring Day uh, is a project of AAPD where Really all across the country right we have these amazing coordinators um, who help connect young people um, college age high school young professionals um, and others with employers in their community um, for job shadowing um, for, right, professional development opportunities, for mentoring opportunities. Um, and depending on where you are in the country, sometimes it is a one-day uh, activity, and sometimes, right, it is something that lasts a lot longer. Uh, at AAPD, that is something that we are actually really focused on, thanks to partners um, at the Mitsubishi Electric America Foundation. Uh, we have uh, chosen two sites, and Takesha can talk a little bit more about it, where we are actually Figuring out how we can turn this one-day program right into something that lasts for months, if not uh, the entire year, um, because that's how we're going to make a real um, additional impact in people's lives. Um, But to me, DMD is so important because for so many, right, of our young people with disabilities, uh, expectations are set so low that sometimes people are never asked a question that all young people in this country are asked, which is, what do you want to do when you grow up, right? For so many young people, (laughs) right, the thought is, right, well, you're going to go on... Social Security and you're going to get Medicaid and or you're going to go work for less than minimum wage somewhere right um, sewing buttons on shirt wa- shirts one at a time and you know that is really the model of the past there are so many great outstanding young people who have really received the benefits right um, of things like the ADA like IDEA um, and other right important pieces of legislation and policy um, that are trans transforming Outcomes, right? And those victories wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for the hard work of so many leaders in this community. Um, And DMD, right, I think is an acknowledgement, right, that it is uh, a community of people who are often ready, willing, and able to work. And we just need to provide, right, connect more people with the opportunity in order to make that happen.
2: Right. And it is, you know, you were saying about. It not being a day. I remember when this first started. I do. When Jonathan Young was at the White House and he called me, it was in 1999, saying, hey, we need a day. You know, really we need a month, but we won't get a month. How about a day? And how about a day that focuses on employment? And this is how Disability Mentoring Day came to be. And Pittsburgh became so, so entrenched in this that when Andy Imparato and Jonathan Young and different people, uh, and now Mark, would say, it can't be one day. This is when we came up the, for the idea to have the Bender Leadership Academy, which has just turned into something unbelievable, training high school students with disabilities about the world of work and how to fight bullying. But it also became a big event right in the city of Pittsburgh, and every year, two nights before, the Heinz History Center, uh, we have an event there. We invite all these companies. We invite uh, people from uh, high schools, students with disabilities, colleges. I mean, it's just overwhelming. And Mark, you spoke at that once as our guest speaker. What was your impression?
3: Sorry, you were on mute, listeners, for a moment. Uh, There was a siren going by. Um, It was outstanding, Joyce, right? There were so many young people um, who were standing up, right, saying, here is what I want to do with my future, defining, right, what success was for themselves. Um, People who had gone through the Bender Leadership Academy, um, and quite frankly, in my two-and-a-half years at AAPD, it was one of the most emotional nights I think I've experienced. It was really powerful.
2: Yes, it was, and it is every year. So, Takesha, you know what? I wish you had been at this one meeting I was at, although I gave them your name. Here at the USBLN, I was at the Circle of Champions meeting, and when they were saying, well, what can we do to try to change the culture at a company to be more accepting of people with disabilities? One of my suggestions was Disability Mentoring Day and a few people ask well how how do you do that how do you get started and, and that's when i gave them your name and the aapd.com website but for those listening since a lot of people here know that we are on the air um, how do you do that how do you first come how, how do you first get involved so for corporations that want
6: to get involved in DMD, and I just have to say that DMD is one of my favorite programs because it is twofold, like you said, Joyce. It is about um, companies being exposed or being able to see that there is an untapped uh, workforce that they're really missing out on, but it's also a wonderful experience for our high school students and our college students who just want to kind of figure out and make those connections with um, employers and figure out what their career path will actually look like. So for employers that want to get involved, they can absolutely contact myself. They can contact AAPD. And depending on the area that they're in, if they're nationwide, if they want to focus on a particular area within the nation, um, we would connect them with our um, DMD coordinators in that particular area. And the DMD coordinators, their job is to definitely work with employers to coordinate and plan events. On DMD, um, the actual Disability Mentoring Day, or throughout the month, or even as Mark had mentioned, we really would love to see activities going on throughout the year. But working with employers to make those connections with young people with disabilities and connecting them with employers in a meaningful way, um, in order to have meaningful job shadowing experiences um, that hopefully will move on and lead to full-time employment or of that individual or of other individuals with disabilities.
2: Oh, absolutely. I am with you, Takesha. That is one of my favorite events, and I am just so proud to be affiliated with AAPD since you are the organization that oversees it. Um, And as Takesha alluded to, there are regional coordinators throughout different parts of the United States uh, and throughout the world. Throughout the world. I wanted to ask you, Takesha, how many students and job seekers with disabilities participate in DMD, as well as how many companies and what locations does Disability Mentoring Day span? Well, um, okay, last
6: year we had um, over 16,500 young people who participated in DMD across the United States as as well as the world. And I want to stress when I say that participated, these are documented participants. We know that there are DMD activities um, that go on in the United States and Europe and Africa and Asia that we that may not be documented. we would love to get those documented we would love to have the, um, we would love to provide the support to coordinators everywhere um, but the ones you know the reports that we got, the pictures that we got, the activities that we were able to support, we know that there were 16,000 16,500 participants with over 150 companies that participated last year alone.
2: Um, wow. So that, that is incredibly exciting. That is. And listen, you can't miss out on this. It is it, it's a, it's a changer. There's no doubt about it. When those young people go to work, for a half day of job shadowing, whatever it is, that mentor sees, wow, this isn't what I thought. Look, the person can do these jobs. They can fit into the workplace. And for the student, it's hope. It's hope. You've really got to get involved. AAPD.com. But right now, we've got to go to break. If you just tuned in, We've been talking to Mark Periello, CEO of AAPD, and his right arm person, Takisha Walker, as we are talking about Disability Mentoring Day. This is Joyce Bender live at the USBLN. We'll be right back. Don't go away.
5: We all face some economic uncertainty in our life. What makes the difference is how we take command of that and survive. Tune in to Strategies for Financial Survival with host Michael Figueroa. Michael has been up and down the road to success several times, and along with his guests, will share the skills of survival. By assessing your strengths and skills and applying them to your future, you can make it through tough times, regardless of your field. Listen every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Business Channel. Just news, 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 opinion, news opinion. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll free 1 866 472 5787. 1 866 472 5787. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have
1: a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender.
2: Hey, welcome back. We're talking to Mark Perriella and Takesha Walker from AAPD. And Takesha, once again, if they do want to get in touch with you because they're interested in a program or getting involved for next year, how do they reach you? Um,
6: They can reach me by email. My email address is T is in Tom, Walker, W-A-L-K-E-R at AAPD.com. Or by phone, um, my phone number is 202-521-4312, and I'd be happy to connect with employers, with um, job seekers, with um, potential DMD coordinators. Any questions that people have, um, we'd, I'd love to speak with them.
2: And we will make sure, Takesha, to, to talk to different companies right while we're here. Absolutely. The, yeah, the more companies that do this, you know, there isn't a lack of students with disabilities. We just need more companies to participate. Um, so we will definitely do that. We'll drag you and Mark along everywhere.
3: There you go. And I don't know if folks know, but the fact that you now have Takesha Walker's email address is um, a big deal. Uh, she is one of the top people at AAPD, and right, unfettered access like that is um, yeah pretty cool. Thanks for sharing it, Takesha.
6: Thank you. And I, and I look forward to taking all comers. Any questions, um, would love to connect with people.
3: Okay, well,
2: uh, Mark, you know how we've been talking about this leading to employment? What what is your opinion? Do Do you believe there's a good chance of that happening?
3: I do. Uh, And it depends on, right, whether you're looking for a job or not, right? For folks who are in high school, right, or maybe not um, quite finished their college careers, right, you aren't necessarily going to move immediately into employment after Disability Mentoring Day. But for you, you're going to have a lot better understanding, right, about what you want to do uh, when you grow up because you'll have participated and shadowed and watched people, right, in their office environments or their retail environments um, and sort of gained a little bit more insight into what the day-to-day life is like for that type of business. And, you know, one of my favorite stories, actually, is there was a young woman, and she went to work for DMD um, and uh, for a job shadow day at a restaurant. And she wanted to be a chef, right? That was her dream. That was the thing she wanted to do when she grew up. Uh, And after, right, the end of the job shadow, she was like, you know, I don't really know why I thought I wanted to work in the restaurant industry. I think I want to go do something else, actually, right? And so that's one of the benefits, right, is you actually get to see what it's really like. Um, And that's a powerful thing. For folks who are, are moving into their careers, I think it is actually a great opportunity, right, for you to connect, to network you sure. Right? One of the things about finding a job sometimes, right, it's not just about applying for the opening, right, but it's about who you know. And so there's a tremendous networking benefit that happens around DMD as well uh, that people really should um, take advantage of. Uh, And, you know, these employers are obviously employers who are interested in hiring people with disabilities and retaining people with disabilities and doing the right thing. And so, right, it's a really great opportunity. Um, Just like the career fair, right, the online career fair we discussed, Right, here's a chance to do it in person, right, and you really should take advantage of it uh, if you are out there looking for work.
2: right, I agree, well, Takesha, I know this may be a little bit difficult. Let's say someone's listening right now, or you meet someone at the b l n and they say, "Oh, I want to do this. you know is it too late what What would happen
6: Oh, it's absolutely not too late <laughs> um because again, um yes. DMD, the actual day of Disability Mentoring Day, is coming up very soon. However, um, as we talk about moving this, the DMD and the spirit of DMD to much more than just one day or one day during the month of October, um, the connectivity that employers want to have and need to have with young people or people with disabilities is an ongoing Um, It's an ongoing occurrence. So if you are interested in DMD, the spirit of DMD, the idea of connecting with people with disabilities in the workplace for job shadowing, it is absolutely not too late. Those are opportunities that are there and that can be created throughout the year. So I would say don't think that it's too late or oh we have to wait until next year. That's absolutely not the case.
3: Right, well, and, and, and I just, I'm sorry, go ahead, Mark. I was just going to add, right, so specifically, right, like one of the nation's leading banks, right, is really out there, right, asking A.P.D. to find people who are interested in finance, right? That is a really specific ask. And so, right, if you're listening and you want a career in finance, actually – Use that email that Takesha gave you, T Walker at aapd dot com, right? Um, and there are other employers out there, right, who are looking for very, very specific things. Um, and so, it's a, these are real opportunities,
6: right? And and I think that what Mark was saying about the networking piece, I, I don't think that we can stress that enough. Is this, it's, not a, it's not a fail, it's not a miss if you participate in DMD and it doesn't result in a job offer at that particular position. But what it does result in is you've expanded your network of people who are within your field who are now able to work for you and let you know when other positions become available at that company or other companies. So I think that with DMD, I think that we have to really understand that the purpose and the benefit of participating in DMD for a job seeker is really it, – it, 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 of course, is moving you toward employment, but it doesn't mean that it's a failure if it doesn't result in employment from that particular experience or job shadow experience at that particular company.
2: Yeah, and another thing that I wanted to uh, mention, Mark, Walmart has been a big sponsor, correct? not of this, but of all of our internship work we've done.
3: Yes, um, of DMD and of our internship work, um, they have been absolutely um, amazing in terms of uh, hiring and retaining people with disabilities.
2: So I talked to someone here from Walmart, and, I mean, they just rave about Disability Mentoring Day, but so does Highmark, Merck. I mean, you would not believe the companies that talked about this, uh, Northrop Grumman, and how it changed them how it changed the culture. So I just want to mention, you know, get involved, get in touch. Um, It's so worth it. It really is. It will make a difference in the lives of young people living with disabilities that think they have no hope, but we know they do. They do. So, Mark, what what do you think this does for a student with a disability as far as building self-esteem?
3: You know, I think it does a tremendous amount, right? Self-esteem is a a complicated topic, right? But one of the things that this DMD program actually does, right, is gives you, right, the chance to overcome some fears potentially, right, about talking to people, um, about your own future, right, Um, and whether or not, right, you are worthy of going out and having a career like everyone else, which, by the way, you are. And uh, so I think that it's... uh, An opportunity right to sort of spread your wings um, to test your comfort zone um, and to learn Um, but self-esteem right if if I can dive into it for a minute right is it is a complicated topic right and it's a complicated thing and how do you develop self-esteem you know I would say most of us right are working on it our whole lives right it's not something that is a final destination often and so right know that you're not alone Right. If you're feeling isolated, if you're feeling like, you know, the chips are down or, right, that there isn't a lot of hope, um, you know, it's a common piece of humanity, whether you have a disability or not, to go through those cycles and to to experience that, that feeling. You know, uh, without naming names, I was actually meeting yesterday with a fairly well-known professional athlete, right? Who was saying, right, people just don't get it. They think that because you are right a professional, because you have made it in your career, right, that you have all of um, your—he used a dirty word—together. Um, Write all of your stuff together. And that isn't always the case, right? Um, You know, part of the human experience is we're a work in progress. Um, And so know, right, that there are a lot of people out there that can relate. Um, And on the disability front specifically, right, there are 57 million people out there with disabilities, some of them visible, some of them hidden, right? Some of them, you know, are, you know, mobility related. Others are cognitive or intellectual. Um, you know, mental, it runs the gamut, right? But we have so much in common, right, as a community, and, you know, we need to tap into that because one of the things I think about self-esteem, right, is when you really acknowledge, right, the things that aren't so pretty, right, about ourselves, about our experiences, um, the fear, the disappointment, right, that that's where we get strength, Right? It's when we hide from those things, when we pretend they're not there, um, that, that we sometimes run into trouble. Um, and so right, I know my own experience as a person with a disability, right, it wasn't always easy. Um, and I tell this story a lot um, about my mom. And we, when I first went blind, right, we were driving home from the grocery store. I was, I don't know, a little kid, five, four, something like that. And she, we pull into the parking lot, right, and she turns around to unbuckle me, or the driveway, actually, we just came home. And she's like, Mark, look at me. I'm like, I am looking at you. No, look at me, Mark. I'm like, I am. She's like, stop messing around and look at me. Well, my right eye had wandered over, right? And apparently my gaze wasn't in the right direction. Um, And I will never forget, right, the sort of, as a little kid, right, this sort of feeling of, Right. My mom is afraid. Right. She is uncertain. Right. And right. You know, something's wrong. Right. With my little kid. And right. That's a common part of our experience, no matter what the disability. Right. Oftentimes. Right. That we aren't quite certain about the future. Right. But if we talk about it, if we acknowledge that that is something that is often a common thread that we have, I think there's more power in right for ourselves, but also for the community.
2: Yes, I I agree with you. How about you, Takesha? What do you think about that?
6: I think that you know the idea of of employment and and self esteem are I, they're inseparable to me. I I the work that I do, I get so much value and so much
2: <clears> oomph. <throat>
6: from being able to do what I want to do each day and feeling good about the work that I do. I mean that's a huge part of who I am and it's a huge part of my self-esteem. So I don't I can't I can't separate the two. I think that employment for me and the work it, it is it hugely impacts my self-esteem.
2: And by the way, speaking of helping with self-esteem One of my good friends, Yoshiko Dart, I want to tell you something. Today at the conference, an executive spoke from Walgreens, and he told the story of how the owner of Walgreens was one of the first people allowing an African-American to be a pharmacist paid equally. And this speaker said, in the spirit of Walgreens and making change, his grandson Justin Dart also made change. Oh, I was so excited. I was. I was so excited for someone to acknowledge that. So Yoshiko, Hi. didn't forget about you, even at this national <laughs> conference today. And and that was. That was so awesome. The other thing I want to say about building self-esteem, that's what gives you the empowerment to fight bullying.
3: Yes, indeed.
2: Which high school students with... Uh, Disabilities are bullied more than any other group, and it's amazing that once you believe in yourself, what a change that
3: makes! Yep, it makes all the difference. And bullying is one of the things that is really uh, central to what right, we do at A P D, Right, if people can't go to school, right, um, and learn, right, but instead are living in fear. Um, then right, we're never going to get to a point where people have positive employment outcomes. And so we had been partnering with Comcast um, for a number of years um, to do anti-bullying work, um, and there's a PSA out there that um, they are running, um, and I know as recently as yesterday, or Sunday, rather, my brother had actually seen it on TV, um, and so Comcast has been doing a lot of great work on this front uh, with AAPD, um, and I think you know, in the future, it will continue to be one of the central things that we focus on um, in a very big way.
2: Yes. And thank you, Mark, for your leadership in, in that area. And, by the way, go to aapd.com. This website is, this PSA is unbelievable. But, okay, before we close this show, I want to start with you, um, You You obviously, from telling us, me and others about your background, and now this great work you've doing, you're doing, you have accomplished so much in your life already. But if you had to come up with one thing, what would you say you're the proudest of?
6: I think that it's really the things that I'm the most proud of. is It's a, a combination of things. I've been working with young people um, underserved populations, since 2001, designing and teaching career development courses, um, I teach career development for the University of Maryland, and just the idea of being able to not only help people with the nuts and bolts of of career development, the resume, the cover letter, but really helping them understand sort of and carve out their career path and maybe even being able to say something to them that will help them understand their self worth and understand how to sell themselves that's what i'm the most proud of because. Again, the self-esteem and connectivity with employment, I completely understand that because that, I, you know, I have very high ego involvement in what I do. And to be able to give that gift to someone else and be able to really show them that you can do what you want to do, not just what you have to do, that is incredibly important and that's probably what I'm the most proud of today.
2: Well, that's something to be very proud of because there's no price tag you can put on that feeling of seeing someone gain dignity. Absolutely. And when you gain employment, you gain dignity. I always tell people, remember the two questions you're asked. Number one, what is your name? Number two, what do you do? It's a sad thing when you can't answer number two. So with that, Mark, before we end the show, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today?
3: So be on the lookout for the Disability Equality Index. Um, At USBLN, uh, we are here, and one of the main reasons uh, we are here is to launch uh, this new program, which is going to rate companies on how they are doing for people with disabilities, not just in terms of hiring and recruitment and retention, but in terms of accessibility, health benefits, infrastructure, websites, marketing, um, the list goes on. And Takesha Walker has actually been leading that effort for APD and has been doing a tremendous job. And so this week we are having a soft launch. And so what does that mean? It means if you are listening and you are part of corporate America, you you get the opportunity to help us build the better product um, by participating in the soft launch. We're seeking 25 companies to join with us, um, and over the period of the next, you know, four months or so, right? You will actually take the survey. The survey answers um, will not be released publicly during the soft launch, right? Um, because what you're doing is helping us refine the product before we have an official launch at our AAPD Leadership Awards Gala in March. And so if you are interested, um, email to Keisha um, if you want to participate in that soft launch. Um, And then ultimately, next year, people with disabilities are going to have a transparent tool where they can actually go online and find out how a company is doing in terms of their disability practices and make a determination about do I want to work there? Do I want to spend my money there? Um, And for employers, right, they're actually going to have a really great tool, right, to determine how they're doing, right? And so one of the things I think is really great about this project, right, is it is all carrot and no stick. If you are willing to put yourself out there, right, then that means you want to learn sort of where you are so that you can do better. And so simply participating, in my opinion, means that a company is doing well. And so it's an exciting project uh, that we are working on with USBLN and be on the lookout.
2: That's right. Uh, and, And that will probably be on the, as you just mentioned, on their site, USBLN. So go to that website, check it out, because this is the beginning of a great project. It really is. So, first of all, to Keisha and Mark, thank you for being our guest and thank you for your leadership.
6: Thank you. And um, I just wanted to also say, for individuals who are entering the workforce or have accomplished quite a bit throughout the month of October, AEPD will be posting on its LinkedIn page, Facebook, and Twitter
2: a career tip of the day. So check those out as well. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, Mark, I may have to submit a couple of those.
3: Awesome. We could use some.
2: No, that is awesome. Okay, well, we end every show with a quote from someone that has impacted lives in momentous fashion. And today, this just is so perfect because it fits what we're talking about, Disability Mentoring Day. And that quote is from Benjamin Franklin, who said, Tell me and I forget. Teach me, and I remember. Involve me, and I learn. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.